Twitter love this like a virus. Twitter love this like a virus. Real loud can't be quiet. Real loud can't be quiet. Twitter love this like a virus. Twitter love this like a virus. Real loud can't be quiet. Yeah. They say a smile is contagious. Purple boy says, true love lasts ages. Are we good? I can cut it off. Perfect. Hello. So nice to be here. So nice to be here with you as well. Welcome. Can, can we make some noise? Can we get a little clap? I know. It's, you know, we gotta, gotta. We gotta have some energy. Right. Right. I'm super excited. Welcome. Thank you. I'm uh, super excited to be here. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna be a surprise. Like everything's gonna be a surprise. It is. It is. You know, the the one thing that's not a surprise we're gonna spread a lot of love. I love love. <laughs> we're gonna spread Loves a lot and of hugs. Love. Yes, we're gonna spread a lot of love. Can can we have a hug? We can have a hug. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. So, I want to get right into it. You know, I we've done these before, and sometimes we talk a lot about of about a lot of other things, getting to know people. But I feel like we're getting close into the race. First off, you're running for mayor. Con you're running for mayor. Yeah, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, I was going to say congratulations <laughs> to you. That's like such a a big thing trying to take on the whole New York City as far as like really managing that and thinking in that macro type of way. So what was the first thought or first moment when you're like, this is a position or a job that I actually want to get into? Oh, this was really driven by the fact that New York City is having a hard time. I do feel optimistic. I feel like we're coming back. And it's partly because of creative things like what you do here. Uh, but the city needs someone who really knows where the light switches are, really knows how to make it happen. And mm. that's what I do. I get all the fun jobs, all the mm. dirty jobs. I see, I see. So. Why'd you get in? What was your moment? <laughs> you know, for me, a lot of the same things. I felt like we've tried all of the traditional ways for so long and they've consistently failed us or failed the people who need them the most. Mm -hmm. And that's not for lack of effort. There's been a lot of trying, but, you know, I feel like we need something new. And especially with the energy that was filling the city last summer and kind of like this breaking down, kind of like you were saying, the city's in trouble. This breaking down, we need new players to help build, build it, up. it up. Yeah. Yeah. And for you... This is your first time running for office? Oh, yes. I, I was never one to crave the limelight of elected office. So This is not your first time, though. This isn't this my is first time. This is not your first time. Yeah, this is, my, this is my second time. I'm a county committee member uh, here in Kings County. Ran for Congress last year. I know you ran in my district. Really? You did. Wow. Yes. Did you vote for me? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but, maybe, but, maybe. But maybe 17,000 plus did. Hey, hey, okay. So that's uh, maybe you did or, or maybe, maybe I did. Okay, okay, okay. Wow, we can clap it up for that. <laughs> we can clap it up for that. 
Um, so yeah, so that went well, but <laughs> I'm curious what made you want to get into this because as you already know, they get into your personal life. Oh yes. They get into your public life. They get into your record. They're analyzing everything that you say. They're, you know, um, trying to basically find ways to tear you down. When I say they, I mean everyone from the media to other campaigns to just regular people who just hate politicians. I know it. it, it is a, we are a little tough on people who decide to step up and run for office. And, oh, I know they're digging into every past thing because I get notified occasionally about uh, what, what file they've pulled. But, you know, I'm just a Brooklyn girl. So, you know, go, go, go have at it. Uh, and I knew that getting into this, that that was part of the deal. I'm sure you knew too. Mm -hmm. Like, you gotta have, you gotta be a little bit tough. Definitely, definitely. You definitely have to be tough. And for me, you know, it's been hard for me because a lot of people try to force me into this box of, you know, running a certain way, whether it's folks that, want to help out our campaign or folks in the community, they're like, yo, you got to, you got to do it more like Obama. Or, you know, or <laughs> oh, you, you get lots of advice, don't you? Oh, oh my <laughs> goodness. It's like, oh, you got to do it like this. And oh man. And so there's so many things where people are trying to, and that's important because at the end of the day, the job is to represent others. So yes. listening to how they want to be represented is important. But I want to ask you this because as one of the, you know, premier woman candidates in this race. And, you know, I know that has a lot that comes with it as well. Yeah. Um, what kind of things do you feel that you face that folks maybe wouldn't expect or are certain challenges that people don't really account for? Because I know I have my own that I'm like, wait, yeah, but y'all aren't doing these have to tell me. So I, I, that's what I'm curious for yeah. you. Yeah. So getting into running, first is everyone wants to make it so that they define you and simplify who you are, like really break you down. Uh, but as a woman in the race, the presumption that you're going to be second or not viable, lots of questions on, but can you win? You, I think you'd be really good, but can you win? And I was like, why can't I win? Like, mm. why do you think I can't make it? Uh, and I'm sure you confront that as well. Like, you're taking the message <laughs> to people, and you know that the message has to be what they actually want. Right. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Right. Uh, I, I'm not good at trying to be something I'm not. Like, I can only be me. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I definitely feel everything is more, just from the outside looking in, I feel like everything is more analyzed when it's coming from a woman in the race. Oh, They're yeah. very, I feel like they're harder on, on they, the, the They the definitely women. take a hard look at it, particularly the media, a hard look at the women in the race. Uh, but, you know, that's also true about supporters more broadly. The idea of a woman leading, you know, breaking that 400-year-old glass ceiling, 
you know, that's, uh, you know, we might have to break some glass. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. You know, for myself, trying to overcome a lot of these same things, people saying, hey, but can you win? You know, yep. is this a joke? Are you, are you just playing at this? Right, right. <laughs> I, I get all of that. And I'm like, to me, this is so serious. You know, to me, it's like there are large groups of people that have just been ignored for so long. And for me, it's about hyper-focusing on them. Like seeing them, actually really seeing them and their struggles and how you can, like, don't presume you know what they need. Got to right. go ask them. Right. Like, what do you need? Yeah. You know, when I, um, <laughs> when, even while before making the ballot, there were so many times where folks just tried to stop us. And that's why art is so important to me because I had a chance to make a song after that. It's been so busy, I yeah. haven't. And I'm, I'm ready to release it soon. And the verse is, is I'm gonna spit the verse for you. It's okay, like okay. this. Oh, <laughs> well, the song is like this. I'm spreading love in the city. I'm running for mayor. I'm spreading love in the city. I'm running for mayor. I'm spreading love in the city. I'm running for mayor. UBI. <laughs> I'm giving out paper. I swear they love in the city. I'm running for mayor. That's that's the hook, and it's like they said that we couldn't do it, but you see we did. Not a daddy, but the politician, my kids. Hot of the water. I look like a squid. You got us on the ballot. Now we about to win. A number a two dollar bill. A two dollar bill. This is rare. <laughs> Over your head, <laughs> like some overhead lighting, giving out hugs and kisses. No, I'm not fighting. I'm spreading love. I don't care if you like it. They see my style, the art started biting. Diamonds like lightning, plus I'm enlightened. Sounding fake as a script they reciting. What happens next? Suspense is heightened. With me in a cage, like kids with biting. I'm eating good, might get the itis. My name in their mouth like gingivitis. It's our time, you think I'm psychic. Moves like a hero, ain't got a sidekick. <laughs> Paper, yeah. So, you know, and with that, there's so much. Sometimes I feel like I have a chip on my shoulder. Do you? Because of, oh. you know, when normally that's not how I live life, but after hearing so many naysayers or waking up to people talking about what you can't do or meeting people in the streets, literally ranking you, right? Oh, yeah. Like, which is interesting about this race is instead of it being like, um, no, I'm not vo voting for you. It's like ranking you like, ah. You seem good, but you're more like or maybe my one, my top three. Yeah, or four, four, maybe my fifth. Yeah. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do. I'm I'm curious how you feel about that when you hear people who are like down to support and they want to support you, but they might be putting you fourth or fifth or third behind other people who you obviously would think, hey, I I think I have more <laughs> to offer than them. So so how do you like d deal with that support, especially as this is like kind of the first time for that? Oh, so it is strange, uh, but I believe that we're going to win. I know you believe you're going to win, but I believe I'm going to win. Uh, so you got to take all the support you can get uh, and keep making your case. That's what I do every single day. Definitely. You think you want me as your third choice? Let me tell you why you want me as your first choice. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's the same way I look at it is like, that's awesome that we're already starting there. We got a long way to go. Plenty of time to be the first choice. Um, okay, transitioning some. I was telling you before we started, I got a chance to read an article, I believe in the, the New, New Yorker. Yorker, 
that came out recently and you mentioned, or I think it was a part of the headline that other candidates, particularly Andrew Yang or Eric Adams have said that you, they would want you as their deputy or to work in some other capacity in the city. Um, And before I even actually ask that question, I want to preface it with this from even myself in running before I know a political tactic that other groups use and other politicians use is offering you other positions while mm-hmm. running to either yeah. try to slow down your momentum or maybe make you think, oh, okay, yeah, maybe, I, maybe I'd maybe i want to run for borough president instead of uh, mayor. <laughs> like they start promising you other things. So kind of how did that make you feel? And, and yeah, do you see it as a compliment or? Oh, I the way that I viewed it was... If you think I should be doing the job, why don't we just cut out the middleman and just make it so you're electing me? Uh, <laughs> like, let's just skip that piece of it. Uh, you know, it's just sexist to presume that I should work for you. Why shouldn't you be working for me? <laughs> like, it's just straight up sexist. Uh, and and jumping the gun on on. Well, am are is she really going to be able to run this race all the way to the end? Uh, mm. So lowering expectations, making it so that my name isn't like Madam Mayor. Right. So, so I'm going to ask this. That that puts this in my mind. What's kind of the hardest part for you running now, um, coming from? Because for me. You know, as an artist, as a rapper, already going on tours, being at a bunch of venues around the city, I kind of felt like used to kind of some of the the parts of this, a lot of promoting, a lot of event planning, a lot of gathering people together and these types of things. But like, that's so much of this. Yes. You know, being in front of camera, doing all of that, dancing with me. I like dancing (laughs) with you. That's more fun. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to do more of that. Um, But what part... Yeah, like, what part of this is, like, the hardest part, especially as far as it relates to, like, gathering folks? Oh, so being in front of cameras doesn't bother me at all. I've done that for a long time uh, and in front of media. Like, that that's part of what my past has been. Right. Uh, but really going up to complete strangers and saying, hi, you don't know me. I'm going to convince you now that you need to vote for me. Uh, and just literally having the... Kind of like the real confidence to be out there and saying to folks, hey, how are we, how are we going to do this? How are we right. going to fix the city? Right. Um, I'm curious what your first impressions of me were when you first saw us on a mutual Zoom that we were doing together for them. Or, um, and then I can give you my first okay. impressions of you. But <laughs> what, what your first impressions of me were, and even if you can take it back to the congressional election if you had some then but i'm curious you can my feelings won't get hurt at all oh i'm I'm curious of you know just just of that oh so i had not seen you before i knew you were on the ballot and in my race okay uh so i i think the first was some zoom probably in the fall i don't remember which one there were so many sometimes it was three a night uh 
But my first perception was he's just, well, one, very incredibly creative and clearly way better dressed than any of us. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but that you are bringing this heart to the race that was missing. That was really coming from a place of real love for the community, real love for uh, all of the people in the city. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. What do you see as some of the most, and I, and I can go into what I see after, but what do you see as some of the most, I guess, top three pressing issues that are oh. the, facing the city right now? Oh, no, the, the, the real thing that I'm seeing is how much devastation there's been to our economy, to families, like people lost people in COVID uh, and bringing them back but actually making it so that we're all working together to do that, uh, you know, that you are bringing your real truth and that that also helps us craft policy. Um, but it is really the economy and getting people back to work, but also making sure there's opportunity, like regardless of what you want to do. Right. Like, you know, we're the capital of the world. Right. In food, in fashion, in finance. We should be you know, directing all of that energy to really ensuring that everyone's part of it. Uh, and, you know, I also really have a concern about climate change and what that really does to us now. Like, what's the air we're breathing right now? Hmm. And how do we make sure that that's the cleanest air we can be breathing? Because it also impacts our public health. Right. You know, we, we get sicker when, when we're, like, around a lot of diesel trucks. Right. Right. So bringing the city back with more opportunity, climate change, and then. Oh, it's about affordability. Like <laughs> it's so hard to make it here, hmm. uh, to have like a stable place to live so hard. So that is really, uh, you know, everything gets better if you have a stable place to live. Yeah. You, you know, you can get an education, you can pursue your career. Everything gets better. Yeah. Definitely. I think that that's super important. Um, what are yours? Mine, and I asked you that question, and even now I'm like, hmm. You know, I would definitely say housing for me. I think, like, just going off of what you said, housing for all, for me is super important. And I think it's something we, like, have to make happen. So that is important. Um, I'm throwing the money here because ha paper. Yeah. Ha paper. Yeah. I I love the idea of ha paper. Yeah. I love the idea of a basic income for mm -hmm. all. You know, I think the best way to solve poverty is to give folks money. Especially at a time how, how like you're saying. It's one of the biggest economic crises of a generation, mm -hmm. hopefully. <laughs> so, so yes. yeah. Well, hopefully, at least for maybe for me, because I'm older than you right, are. Right. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> so, you know, that is um, that is a thing. And then for me, I think love. Mm -hmm. I, I really put love in the top three because you look at people who are rich, who have health care, who have the best house. And it's like, they're still depressed. They're, they're still, still sad. They still have all these things going wrong. 
what's missing. It's something wrong with their family life. Mm-hmm. It's something wrong with their friendships, something wrong in their neighborhood, their community. They really need that love. And I think because we haven't had any type of department that's focusing specifically on love, that's how we have some of the highest divorce rates of all time. That's how we have, um, you know, this suicide crisis that's going on. That's how we have these massive ODs that are happening in these neighborhoods and with people that are young and have a lot to live for. So that's important to me. Um, We got to connect. Yeah. We got to connect. We do. Speaking of connection, the kind of, and I want to get your take on this because I know you have experience running a lot of um, city organizations and departments. Speaking of connection, the police, the NYPD, are kind of the arm of the city, mm-hmm. right? In a lot of ways. They're the they main are. interaction that folks have with the city. Tourists. Hopefully they have more, more interaction with their garbage men. <laughs> like, they, 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 they come every day. They come every day, but that's a good point to say because I feel like with your garbage men, it's kind of like super quick. You know, they come, you might not see them. It might be early in the day. It might be late at night. You know, you might not talk to them. They're like on their route. They're busy. Whereas like an officer is at their post. You specifically speak to them. Sometimes they might pull you over and you have this, you know, they have all of these interactions a day with people. Um, Broad question. What are kind of your thoughts on policing and how to make it? better like what's your ideal version of the nypd if you could make any changes today your mayor today you could make some changes to the nypd what would those be and what effects do you think you would like to see from those i i i i want to see a police force that every community feels that they are their guardians uh, that they are there to protect protect them as you know as they're as they are sworn to do, but it's not been true. They have been a warrior class, uh, and instead of being a guardian class, and to really think of it as a service, as a, like just as you think about getting drinking water, that it's a service to you. That's a service that makes your world go, and that there are lots of community interactions that are positive, so that we're breaking down those barriers, that we're making those connections. And ensuring that we're together as a city, working hard to make it so that we are uh, coming back strong. Dope. So as far as like specific changes that you're like, okay. Yep. Here am I going to do it? What am I going to do? Like, yeah, this is like one change that's like, you know, de Blasio, Commissioner Shea, you guys have been doing this. I think this is a change that, you know, a specific change that would have a a dope result. Uh, We need to have them be a little older. They need to be living in the city. Uh, you know, they need to, we need to all be one. Uh, that your officer is also your neighbor. Uh, that you see them in the grocery store. Uh, that, you know, that they get the training they need so that they're de-escalating issues, not making it so that it gets really confrontational. Uh, you know, that we are making sure that they have clear and transparent discipline. So bad apples get held accountable. Uh, and that we look at what we're doing tactically. Like, are we doing the right things as a police as a service? Because right. we want to keep everybody safe. Right. We want everybody to be safe. 
And, you know, we want to, you know, we need everybody to, you know, do the right thing. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I, I definitely see a lot of those that, that I agree with and having it be a more of a community, um, involved process. You know, for me, I envision having a team that's focused on love instead of policing folks, you know, because when you're focused on policing folks, you're going to just find the negative. Right. To you find know? the positive. Yeah. The and positive. we really got to find the positive and to be, get more positive, um, even like start collecting stats on positive things that are coming. Because the then that's what you get. Right. When you measure it, that's right. what you get. Because communities say, oh, we have this amount of shootings. We don't know how many old ladies were helped across the street. Right. Or, or how many, you know, um, community members were helped. They like to be called older adults these o- days. Older adults. <laughs> older adults, yes. <laughs> o- older adults. Um, you know, finding ways to actually measure that yeah so measure the love is is super important to me so we're gonna play some fun games okay we're gonna play some very very fun games um right now what we're gonna do is we have this sketch pad we have some crayons we're gonna take one minute one minute and we're going to try to draw our ideal new york city if you're mayor draw your ideal new york city and then afterwards we're gonna show it to the class now listen (laughs) You have there's there's no uh, there's no wrong there's no answers wrong here. answer. There's no wrong answer here. I didn't practice before, so and I made sure to come up with all of this right before, so I have very little advantage over you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, do we have a timer? We got time. Okay. Countdown. Okay. Can, can we get a three, two, one? Three, two, one. Okay. Here we go. Let us know when we're at like 30 seconds or something. Uh, I'm dropping my crayons. Okay, yeah. So to narrate, I'm... I'm we're busy drawing. We're trying to make our perfect New York. Yes. Uh, yes. But very fast with like not not a lot of artistic skills. And you know, this is reminds me of during the forums when they're like... Talk oh about goodness. this super hard problem in one minute. It's oh, like, no, wait. We have to solve a billion dollar budget deficit. <laughs> a billion dollar budget deficit. Just yes. do that yes. right now. You have one minute. It's like, oh my goodness. Like, like this 15 is... seconds. Oh my good. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is very hard. Uh, uh, Five. Oh no. Four. Three. Two. One. Okay. Okay, I, I, okay. Okay, I'll give you another five seconds of finishing touches if there's anything you want to do, because I do too. Because <laughs> one, you didn't think through that, like, you know, one minute is, like, impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. Five, four, three, It's already two. two one. Okay. Yeah. All right. I didn't I didn't get very far. All right, you ready? Ready? One, two, three. Hey, okay. So, um I'll let you explain yours first and then I'll explain mine. Okay. So, I'm not sure you can see I have some houses back here. Uh but with lots of trees and lots of people holding hands together. 
Wow. And the people are like different colors. You got a blue person, a, a, a yeah, pink that, person. I, my ability to draw, uh, <laughs> well, one, my ability to draw actual people is we would have needed a lot more than one minute <laughs> yeah. and maybe some lessons. Yes. I love it. I love it. Um, this is mine. Uh, this is a big, this is supposed to represent a community. And it's like a new style of building. Hopefully, it'll be one of our love centers that we hope to put around the city. And it's bringing people together with love. There's a heart there. I got some uh, pink trees here. There's going to be some new plant life that we're going to create. We're going to just get some new types of plants. You just did all in pink, though. You're introducing yeah, a lot I know. Of you know what? I sacrificed color for, for the speed. And then I got yes, I BK, thought of that. Queens, BX. I got Staten Island. I'm thinking of all of you. And NYC, and then yeah, a green sun. Um, I love it. I love it. What'd y'all think? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Okay. What we're gonna do is we're gonna have a dance off. Okay. So who goes first? You go first. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> I called heads. Okay. So that means when I dance, go paper. All right, already. Hold on. Who's gonna do the timer? You got it. Am I the first mayoral candidate that you've danced with in person? I, I believe you are. Look at that, already breaking record. Come on, let's get some. We're gonna open it up to questions too, if anyone has questions. So I'm gonna give you all a chance to think of some questions. You have the reputation of being the go-to person for the mayor for really tough issues. 
what is it that you do quickly and doesn't that make you the person who should be the next mayor? I love this question because absolutely the person who actually can do the job should be the next mayor and it is about making sure we are working with everyone who is talented and empowering our teams because we need all of New York City to come together and really make it happen. Hello, uh, my name is Malcolm. Uh, Paperboy Prince, you indicated that uh, you want to spread more love throughout the city. How would you actualize that uh, in New York City government? It's a great idea and I'm uh, interested to see. Thank you for that question. Um, it's so doable. We've just never had people who are dead serious about making it happen. For me, I think having a department of love that focuses on, again, family health, that focuses on how well relationships are doing, that focuses on bringing people together, uniting people, helping people to learn languages, helping people to learn love languages is one way. The other way is creating love centers. Why isn't there a place that's free on as many blocks as possible that allows you to get free therapy, that allows you to get uh, mental health care, that allows you to just jump rope or you know make new friends? It's so hard to make friends, right? And we have so many people here that are lonely. So I think a love center that really revitalizes the idea of a community center um, is a strong way forward with that. So thank you for that question. Ha, <laughs> paper, yeah. And one more. What's a piece of criticism you've received that made you go, oh, that's, that rings true? I, I don't know if I have one that rings true. Uh, like, I just, like, there's definitely been criticism, but I don't know if one rings true. Uh, do you have one? Uh, you know, I... For me, sometimes people tell me that, oh, you're doing this to get your name out there and, and um, get attention. But for me, to, to your question, it does ring true a bit because I want people to know that, yo, they're young people doing positive things in the community, giving back, giving out food, cleaning up the streets, fighting for justice. Like, I want that to be just as big as the rappers and some of the uh, other people that are like, they talk about all the time doing negative things in the community. Like, I want to have more people getting their name out there for that. So that to me rings a bit true. Um, yeah, but there's so many burns, it's hard to, <laughs> hard to choose. Okay, great. So we've had a, a crazy fun day. Um, we got to dance, we've got to laugh. We've got to draw. We've got to learn. And now, we're about to get some pies in the face!